Toku Secrets is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. Hey everybody, it's Jason from Orange Time Force, and you're watching Toku Secrets Podcast. Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to the Toku Secrets Podcast, presented by AnimeSecrets.org. I am your host, Nathan DeSaw, Boken Silver. And today we have a very special podcast. Uh, as I said at the uh, end of our previous podcast, um, we were going to be attending Ranger Stop and Pop 2023, and well, uh, we are one week removed from that. Um, I have Riz on with me. Uh, go ahead and say, hey, Riz. Hey, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to do that every time, right, of Nate? Course. Like, that's yep. the thing. <laughs> All right. Go but ahead. it's not just me here tonight. Um, we also have some very special guests that we met at Ranger Stop and Pop this past uh, weekend. So let's give it up for our... Special guest, uh, Davey vs. The World and Carnell. So uh, I'll let them introduce themselves one at a time. I'm going to let Carnell go first. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you, JB. Okay, this is Carnell Holly from Carnell Holly Pictures, um, representing the Mighty Morphin Green Ranger, because that is my favorite ranger. That is my favorite color. And he has my favorite animal, the dragon. So that is why, well, partially why my nickname is Mad Dragon, if you know that name, like uh, high school nickname. So that is, that is who I am. And I'm glad to be here. We're glad awesome. to have you. Yeah, we're really happy to have you here. And uh, JB, since you're so great, let Carnell go first. Now you can talk. <laughs> All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy JB. Represent JB versus the world, and also the power of the blue in space ranger. Because I love me some Theodore J. Johnson. That's my boy. And for him to take the role from red and take the demotion with grace, and not only just be like the second in command in name only, but forming up with the battle plans, being the smart guy, and then just, you know, still having a leadership role even when he wasn't called to be it. So, yeah. TJ's my boy, and yeah, in space blue. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Love it, man. That's Please. awesome. So, where can we find y'all on social media, just so we can kind of get an idea of like for our audience, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, TikTok. Well, you can find if you Google Carnell Holly, I pop up. You see this mug. Um, okay. On on Twitter, it's Carnell Holly. On IG, it's Mad Dragon Two Thousand. But I, my business one is Carnell Holly uh, Pictures. So that is that is me. That is where you can find me. Awesome. Oh oh, I'm sorry. And um, shoot, I, you know I'm on. Besides that, I am on YouTube. YouTube channel Carnell Holly. Um, again, you Google. You you'll 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 see you'll see me. You'll see me. Cool. And uh, JB? Uh, you can find me on the interwebs as, on, as JB versus the world. 
spell the whole thing out, smush together like a tribe called Quest on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. That's where my channel, that's where my videos are. You can find me there. And you can find me on Twitter at JBV the world because Versus was just too long for it. I have a spaces show that I do with my homegirl Tay every Friday night. May the space be with you. And all, all my stuff is on my central hub at jbversestheworld.com. So you want to come check me out, show some love? All good. I got love for you back. Awesome. Yeah, so we met JB and Carnell at Ranger Stop. They were our, they were also media pass holders alongside me and Nathan this past weekend. And we really hit it off. So when we were getting ready to do our podcast planning, Nate and I decided to spice things up by bringing on our first set of guests ever for the podcast. And so that's where these guys come in. <laughs> but uh, Nate, I'll pass it back to you and you can kind of start us off here, bud. Yeah, so um, we're pretty much, uh, you know, just here to, uh, you know, just, I mean, we're dealing with all the, uh, you know, um, we're all pretty excited because, you know, we just finished Ranger Stop and Pop. Uh, you know, I I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it was a really great experience. It was the first time that Riz and I got to see each other since before uh, COVID hit uh, 2019. Uh, Riz got to meet my wife, which was uh, pretty fun. Um, so that, that wasn't at the con, by the way. That was just a thing that Riz and I did on the side. But uh and, you know, we're we're just kind of all here to, you know, kind of just gather around and, you know, talk about, like, what we liked and what we didn't like about Ranger Stop and Pop, uh, which, um, I, uh, I think, you know, we can just kind of open this thing up for discussion. Unless you wanted to say something, Riz? I'd like to start off by saying, um, something I really liked about Ranger Stop from the moment I got there on Thursday was every time I saw a fan, an attendee, or even a member of staff or the volunteers, this wasn't just your typical convincing weekend for those people. This was like a family reunion and how it felt, seeing the people get together, catching up, actors coming and hugging each other after maybe not seeing each other for maybe a week. A couple of months or maybe a year for some of them. I mean, I don't know. But I was able to do a lot of people watching on Thursday while I was waiting for my ride with Nathan to go out and get some dinner. And it was really, that really set the tone for me this weekend with Ranger Stop and Pop. I'd never been there before. I've never been to Atlanta before this weekend. So for me to kind of see a different community than what I've reported on the past with Louisiana and Texas. It was interesting, you know, because there's a lot of the same qualities of, you know, that, that community, that togetherness, but it's always so nice to see the come out the camaraderie between everyone, uh, you know, when they see each other recognizing each other in line and stopping and doing all the hugs and whatever. So I, I want to start off by saying this is a very family-esque feeling convinced in, and I was here for it. Um, that was my first impression at a con. Um, I have a lot more thoughts, but I want to give Nate and the other two a chance to kind of chime in as well with what were your first impressions of Ranger's Top 2023 in Atlanta? 
Uh, JB and uh, Carnell, you you guys can go ahead and talk if you guys want to. Uh, sure. Um, this is my first ranger stop. Um, I've, of course, I'm, I live here, so like it's right around the way. But this is my first time actually going after saying for like four years straight, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. <laughs> and it was a more intimate con. It's a smaller con, like from Momo, um, which is like a section of the Congress Center. Um, this one is like, was like the floor, the entire floor of a hotel. And it had like the dealer's room and it had a vendor's room and all the rangers were in it. And... I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like I was a little bit overwhelmed just like seeing all those rangers and like in one space, and like Johnny Young Bosch on my left, uh, Nakia Burris on my right, um, Megaforce on the other side, uh, Time Force up the way, and it was just oh man, it was a lot, and it was overwhelming, and it was just like oh my god, these guys are like here and they're real, and this is my childhood and my my formative years, like right in front of me. So that was cool. That was once I finally managed to get over it, which was like toward the end. Um, I was able to settle in and enjoy it. Um, they had a DJ section, which was cool. He was playing all the Negro spirituals and all the band music, HBCU band music. I really liked that. Um, the vendors room, the dealers room, was pretty cool. Um, some of my guys were in there, like doing their thing. So shout out to them, King Al and um, John. Like they were in there, like moving their merch. So, yeah, like, it was really cool just to see that and meet up with some old con buddies. Like, even, like, met Carnell at MomoCon, and then, like, the first thing, it was like, okay, cool. Like, it wasn't standoffish. It wasn't weird. <laughs> He's a cool guy. So that was nice to be, like, reunited with him and able to meet you guys and be able to collab and talk with you guys and be able to just, you know, form, like, a bond over just us, you know, wanting to get this work done. I want us, want us to put the best content out there as possible. Not, like, competitive not being jerks with one another just us just you know wanting to do the work and just do it the right way yeah and before carnell starts i just want to piggyback off of jb real quick you know we've we had anime secrets have been doing this kind of thing with conventions for over a decade and a half at this point and more often than not we don't see people in the with the media pass as willing to collab, um, like how we did this past weekend, we were collabing, we were sharing files and resources and, you know, we, we were one team. It didn't feel like we were competing with, with each other. And from a media standpoint, I really, really appreciated that because that's not something I see it every now and then. Like we have friends in the media from other places, but it's not the norm. And I wish it were because this is really nice. And that's how we were able to bring you guys on here to begin with. So definitely kudos to the convention for having that kind of culture set up here. Uh, Carnell, sorry if I cut you off there, Brad, um, but you can go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just listening. I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm like, yeah, uh, comment on JB. Uh yeah, we we met Momocon the previous con before Ranger Stop. Was I was I standoffish or were you standoffish? I I didn't I didn't catch catch all that. Um, JB, but um, yeah, Riz. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It here and there, just just uh, piggyback off of you as far as um, shoot, uh, collaborating because. 
I, I'm one of one of my things because my I put the blinders on usually is that I'm here to interview. I'm I'm in the media room. I don't really on a regular get a chance to fanboy out like on the on on the floor. You know, because I'm usually like this is this is the mission. This is what I signed up for. I'm I'm supposed to be here making sure that I get everything, record uh the interviews and, and get it in for this content, you know? So I want to enjoy it. Same thing with because I'm again I missed out on Rangers After Dark and I keep hearing how spicy it can get. Definitely not a kids friendly situation i was like hey you know i'm grown i'm grown and sexy let's get it but um uh but yeah riz you're you're right because when i got there definitely a family reunion type of situation uh you know i'm like i i i see nakia walking up as soon as as soon as i mentioned michael buoni he's walking by i greet him we stop i look to my left there's nakia popping up nakia was most definitely in her her business mode because she had this facial expression. It's like, ooh, I don't know. Somebody got on her bad side, but she, which, when I think about it, she reminds me of Michelle Obama, in which people have a tendency in in the at least in the past that she's mentioned that uh, Michelle mentioned that. She can be a bit intimidating, and I'm like, no, Nikita didn't intimidate me. I was like, like, no, it's like, well, like, I just, I'm, I'm used to strong women leaders and this and that. So I'm just like, I'm just trying to make sure I stay out of your way and you, you know, get what you need. And I'm like, you know, we're good, I, you know. But um, Ranger Stop and Pop. This is was my third. Was it my third? I oh, was that the first one. Uh, and then the second one was at another, another hotel, the West End, and then we're back to the, the Sheraton. Yeah, yeah, so this is what, my third, my third, and it was, it was business as usual, um, but meeting you guys and, and, and really, it, yeah, this was actually a bit more of a, of uh camaraderie because definitely usually if like the last one i was at i had my my god sister with me because i'm normally by myself one man show but um well yeah it was really cool uh linking up with you guys and then trying to collab uh make some other stuff happen outside of this convention so yeah yeah nate do you want to say anything before we move on to something else i mean I, I feel like Ranger Stop and Pop, uh, just to kind of give a brief one, uh, I'm not sure, uh, um, I don't know if uh, JB and Carnell have been to Power Morphicon before. Have you guys, the one of you? Negative. Nah, if it's not been in Atlanta, I haven't been to it. Okay. And I guess uh, I'm the only one here who has been to a Power Morphicon. I was in 2016 and 2018. Uh don't know if I'll be able to go next year just because my wife and I have to go to Japan. Um, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be there in your, uh, in your stead. Don't worry. I got you. I would say that at, this gave me a similar feel to uh, Power Morphicon because I mean, now um, there's, of course, a lot of things that I, you know, from like a personal perspective, like 
uh, you know, those two Power Morphicons had uh, vendors that sell, you know, the Gokaiger Ranger keys, which I want to collect, and there was none there. I mean, I can deal with that. Um, I, um, I will say, though, that I still had a really great experience. You know, it's all, um, you know, I got to meet some of these new actors. Uh, you know, it was great meeting. Uh, I made it a goal, but I wanted to meet, uh, you know, um, I wanted to meet uh, Karen and Walter for sure, just because... Those were the last two um, members of the Mighty Morphin cast, with with the exception of uh, Amy Jo Johnson, um, who it's impossible to get a hold of. But like, um, th those were the last people from the Mighty Morphin uh, cast that I that I wanted to meet, and I'm now kind of trying to meet everyone. So uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, I actually did go to Ranger Stop and Pop for one day last year. Uh, a friend of mine just gave me a free pass and. Uh, I met a couple of actors. Uh, I do wish that um, they had some of the more... Um, I do wish that they had some different guests. Like last year, they had uh, almost the entire In Space cast. Like they had everyone except uh, except the two women, uh, you know, Tracy Lynn Cruz and Patricia Jolly, although Patricia Jolly doesn't even show up for Power Morphicon, so that's not really a big deal. Um, so... Uh, I wish that they got them back, and I kind of wish that we had uh, the Dino Fury and Cosmic Fury cast. Although, from what Riz has told me, uh, they weren't able to come because they're like doing some like recording work for the season. What are we when the con is happening? So yeah, they've been they've been doing ADR recording for Cosmic Fury for the last month or two, it seems. And I think the way social media has been kind of painting it. It seems like the cast is still doing ADR right now to get ready for Cosmic Fury's release. Which, by the way, Hasbro, if you're somehow magically listening to this, please tell me a release date for Cosmic Fury. I would love to know when it's coming out at this point. Sorry, Nate. Cool. Um, that real quick. I think last year they had uh, had Chance. Uh, I think that's the name of the guy who plays Javi. Um, and uh, they had Hunter yeah. Dino and uh, Jordan fight. They had uh, so they did have Dino Fury Black, Dino Fury Pink, although she's going to be Cosmic Fury Red, and uh, Dino Fury Gold. So that was pretty cool. Um, I there are some issues that I have with the layout of the com, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, uh, but overall, I mean, I think it was a very fun experience. Uh, I'm glad that they added a cosplay contest because I don't think they have that. Power Morphicon, and maybe I'm wrong, but... I think they do, but I don't know that for certain. I'll have to go back and look at last year's uh, material again and see if they had one. I like on how, but I like how that cosplay contest worked. You know, you had Jazz, uh, Baduwalia, oh, the yeah. guy who played Robbie, being a judge, and you had uh, Rory Travis... Uh, Rory Travis, Travis, who plays Devin in uh, Beast Morphers, uh, being the announcer. That was pretty cool, actually. Um, what, but, yeah, that, those are my overall thoughts. It's uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this, you know, with uh, MechaCon, unfortunately, being deceased. R.I.P. MechaCon. Uh, this is going to be a new uh, annual tradition, and, I mean, I'm all for it, because I don't really have to travel that much since I live in Atlanta, so... Uh, 2024 get here already please <laughs> so 
question for everyone, and I'll give my answer after y'all go, but who was the one actor that made it out that you were most excited to meet this year? Oh. And we'll let our guest go first if they want. Davey, Carnell, whoever Davey wants to go down. Like um, I told you guys in the media room, um, and it's like a no-known for anybody who knows me, uh, the Blue Ranger, was, that was my guy Like when I was a kid. Like that was my first favorite ranger, um, favorite color, favorite dinosaur, and yeah, like smart kid, the the bully one. So yeah, I com I identify completely with Billy Cranston growing up, and to see him like right there in my face, it was like I was I was like I was a gasp. <laughs> like I I I want to say I froze up twice <laughs> in the media room sessions, um, and definitely I froze up during him. Um, during his interview, I know he's had like a a tumultuous history with um the franchise, a very very rocky relationship with it since his departure, and then well leading up to his departure and after his departure before he came back. So to see all of this kind of come together and to see him like at Ranger style, like that was cool, because that's not something I think we could have said like ten five ten years ago about him. But yeah, like him for sure. I'm super glad he was able to come out. I'm like I was having to think. Um, I I have to I have to say Johnny and Bosch. I'm a big anime fan as well as Power Rangers, and he's he's combining both of them. So every time I talk to him, like I hear that voice, and I'm 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 hearing all the all my my favorite <laughs> anime characters when I'm talking to him. Johnny, it's clear as day. It's Johnny. Um, but I gotta say, Nate, I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned Patricia Jaley. I such a such a fanboy for 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 Patty. Uh, um, I just I just wish I uh, I put on my my list when I spoke to Nakia one time. I'm like, yeah, um, can you can you make that happen, PJ? Uh, you know, like like. Man, please come back. I mean, if you if you can pull some strings and bring, I'm about to call her Kimberly, uh, Amy Joe, which um, totally awesome. Uh, so so yeah, I was I was really excited to see Johnny when I walked on the floor, and I'm I'm all I'm all calm when I looked over. I'm like, oh, there's there's Johnny. All right, all right, let's get it. Time to set it off. That's awesome. Nate? Um, it's a tough one for me because I've met, um, I, I've actually met a lot of these people who, uh, at the con already. Um, I, um, I, I did have, um, it was nice meeting Catherine Sutherland again. Uh, and, um, you know, I guess if I had to pick one person though, uh, I would say Walter Jones probably. Now I've had opportunities to meet Walter Jones and I've sadly, um, haven't, uh, sadly haven't, uh, taken them. So it was nice to finally meet him. You know, he was a really cool guy. Um, other than that though, um, if I just want to talk about the people that I liked meeting, uh, in general, uh, this is a really weird story. Uh, and Riz can kind of back me up. Uh, Dwayne Cameron was there. Uh, Dwayne Cameron played, uh, Tyson, 
the Mercury Ranger from Operation Overdrive, and he had two other roles, but his main Ranger role was uh, in Operation Overdrive. And here's the thing, and uh, Dwayne, if you're listening to this, um, I'm sorry because I, I don't mean any disrespect to you. Uh, I don't like Operation Overdrive, and I wasn't a huge fan of Tizon, but now that I've met him, I'm not saying that I like Operation Overdrive, but... I can't say a single mean thing about the guy anymore. Like he was a nice guy, you know, he was very, you know, it was cool meeting him. Uh, and uh, all I can say is that like every bad season of Power Rangers has that one per- actor who I think is great that that season just doesn't deserve them. Dwayne Cameron is that guy. Operation Overdrive did not deserve Dwayne Cameron. <laughs> and Riz can back me up on that. So. Yeah. I want to try yeah, and go ahead. Back off real quick, Nate, if you don't mind, and tell a story. Okay. Yeah, so Nate, you were there for this when it happened. So, Sunday morning, we had gone back to the floor, and I hadn't really talked to Cameron beyond a little bit in a media room on his way out, because when I first met him in the media room, he was wearing a New Orleans t-shirt, and I was kind of curious, because I'm from Louisiana, and I didn't understand how a guy from New Zealand was wearing a New Orleans t-shirt. It didn't make sense to me. And he told me, yeah, he had gone and visited. He got the t-shirt. He liked the place a lot. But beyond that, I didn't really get to interact with him again until Sunday. And I got to say, I really appreciated his attention to detail when talking to us. And then I got a photo with him. And it was really cool because the first time we took a photo together... It was just a standard, both of us with our fist, kind of doing the photo, like typical Power Ranger photo op type thing. And then out of the corner of his eye, Dwayne saw on Nate's hand um, the Mercury Ranger Morpher. Yeah. I'm forgetting the name it's of it. Mercury Nate, Morpher. Fill it in if you remember it. Mercury Morpher. Okay, that was easy enough to remember. <laughs> um, but so Dwayne saw it and he said, hold up. We have my Morpher right here on his hand. Can he borrow that for a photo? And we both used Mercury Morphers in the photo, and that really made my experience at Dwayne that much more memorable because while I also am not an Overdrive fan by any means, um, see our other podcast for reasons for why we don't like Overdrive. I'm not going to go into it here. But it was cool to like you know have that moment, to have that connection wearing the guy's morpher in the photo with him that I've never been able to wear the morpher of the ranger I've met while in the photo because I'm not a collector like most of my friends are so this is a really cool moment for me to be able to do that technically sorry Riz um now technically I you know I I can be a pedantic jerk and point out how the morpher both the morphers that we had were actually the sentai versions the go-go changer which I love how he has the go-go changer instead of the Mercury Morpher that was made in uh, in the U.S. Because the Mercury Morpher toy was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like that, the one that I have and the one that he had is much more show accurate. <laughs> yeah, just just wanted to point that yeah. out, just to be a pedantic jerk. But yeah, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. So to answer my own question, if you've listened to this podcast ever, you probably all know that my first answer will be Sierra Hannah. Yes, just right, to give guys clarity, both times that I went to Power Morphicon, I 
I had Ciara, I met Ciara Hanna. I got a picture with her uh, the second time around in uh, 2018. I asked her to do a video shout after Rizwan. So this guy has been waiting uh, six years. No, 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 seven to meet her. Yep. Seven years to meet her. And I've always wanted to meet her because, okay, I'm not going to lie. She is a very beautiful, attractive woman. But that's not the entire reason I love her today. It was the reason I originally got into like being a fan of hers. But watching her and her other movies, her other TV shows that she's done, I've come to really enjoy her as an actress. And I don't know, man. Like, Nate, when we were there talking to her the first day, it, just, it was so cool to be able to talk to her about her other work outside of Rangers. And to have that connection, and I gotta be honest, that, I was kind of sweating bullets talking to her because literally the one person that I was jokingly telling Nate and Anthony before, oh, Ciara Hanna goes to Ranger Stop Atlanta, I'm gonna be there no matter what. Because it has to happen, I gotta finally meet her, and, you know, we had the opportunity, I made it happen, and I met her, it was great, but I was honestly sweating bullets the entire time. Um... But the more serious answer I want to give here is our last-minute edition guest of Jason Font and Aaron Cahill. Now, story time, because I think only Nathan would know the story. I met Jason Font two times before this. Once in Lafayette, Louisiana at a Comic-Con, and then again in New Orleans for a Comic-Con. I met Aaron Cahill and their co-host, co-star, Michael Copan in New Orleans Comic Con. And the reason I gravitate towards these two so much is at New Orleans Comic Con, I don't know why there weren't more Ranger fans at the con to meet them, but there was a definite lull in traffic for them on Saturday afternoon. And I had literally nothing else to do because I only went to the con. To meet the Time Force cast and Rose McIver, who's an RPM. And I just kind of sat down with Aaron Cahill and Jason Font, and we talked for at least an hour just hanging out. I got to know Jason, I got to know Aaron, and I got to know Jason's uh, lovely wife. Now they're married, but back then they were still dating or engaged or something. But just having that friendship built. And then having Jason's wife instantly remember me almost five years later really told me that the connection we formed in New Orleans was genuine because they actually remembered me from that. And I was kind of hoping they would when I went to meet them. Like, you know, I I really wanted to go catch up and talk to them more and kind of hang out again. Didn't really get to happen because they had a big line all the way down to bro, but it was still amazing to catch up, get a hug, talk to them for a few minutes, and reconnect. So definitely meeting the Time Force cast, that was my big deal for this one. Um, but yeah, that that's my two cents. So before I open it up to the next question, did y'all have a topic you guys wanted to talk about? Because I do have other topics, but I'm down to hear anything y'all want to talk about. Carnell, JB, you can go ahead and speak. 
Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I can't say I have a specific topic. Um, I mean, I love Power Rangers, so I mean, you know, I, I just wish that I, I had a chance. Well, I had a chance, but I wish I watched some of the Sentai before coming on the show, in which I have not done that yet. Well, whenever you get around to watching some Sentai Carnell, you are more than welcome to join us in another guest spot to talk yeah, about totally. some Sentai, because we'd love to have you all for that, too. Zabi, anything you want to yeah. bring up? Sure. Talk um, about? The non Power Rangers guest that we were able to speak to. Um, I thought Ethan Trace was like hilarious and just like a fun guy to be around. Um, he had, um, if he hears this, I'm sorry. Um, this is my second favorite interview from the weekend. Um, just how like open and honest and forthcoming he was about like his struggles. Um, with his autism and his rise and being comfortable in a nerd space, like that was a really good story to hear. And I'm definitely gonna splice up his um one of my question to him into my very first TikTok when I get the opportunity to. But yeah, he was really fun. And Peter Raimundo, like, oh my god, like such a nice man, such a humble guy. And man, like hands down my favorite interview, like from the weekend. Like, just looking at him and the way he talks and the way he carries himself, there's no freaking way that you'd be able to tell that he was a part of, like, some of the heaviest hitters Disney has to offer, especially from the 90s, and that he's been working from working for Disney since he was 21 years old. Like, you, there's no way you can look at that guy and tell that he does those things and he has the mindset and the mentality and the spirit that he has. And he, like, just a really dope guy. And I like I think some of y'all missed that one, but like you missed out on the on the on the gym because that guy is like so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I missed that interview in the media room, definitely. Darn, I wish I didn't miss it now. But, um, anybody else? Oh, Brad Hawkins was there. Oh, dude, Brad yeah. Hawkins is awesome. Like, like, dude, we we're talking to a freaking VR trooper. <laughs> And just about like his, yeah. his story and the ties to JDF and his anime voice acting and you know his general like mindset and view of like his career and you know the breaks in Hollywood and the things he could have went could have done differently like yeah that was so cool to hear and see I love VR troopers as a kid like, I, I can't I don't know about y'all I love VR troopers as a kid I was upset when it was canceled and yeah. That was cool. Hey, Nate, I'm seeing an opportunity here to bring that would be great. for a VR Trooper review period someday. Oh, man. Because I've seen, um, seen I've Trooper, watched right, a lot of season one. Um, I've seen some clips of season two, although okay. when we do season two, that'll be interesting because the funny thing is I've seen quite a bit of the Metal Hero series from where Ryan's season two suit, the blue one, uh, comes from so that'll be very interesting since uh you know i've kind of seen the metal heroes equivalent a bit oh so, yeah yeah definitely Just remember ryan ryan loses his original powers from season Anything one else? and gets new powers oh. in season two mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Because the, the show that Ryan's original soup was from, that show actually got canceled after like almost 40 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, David, do you want to add anything else on that? On the other guest that you were talking about? Oh, shoot. I mean, we're not going to talk about the After Dark panel. <laughs> not in detail, anyway. No, we, yeah, we're not allowed not to. Detail, but it was an interesting time. Um, that's all I planned on saying. That was an int- it was an interesting time. Okay. So, the other actor that I was excited to meet at Ranger Stop was actually Son Weiss, who was uh, Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks movie franchise. Now, this is a story I don't tell very often to people, not because I'm embarrassed by it, but because it just never comes up in conversation. But... Outside of Star Wars, outside of the Marvel stuff, I am a phenomenally big Mighty Ducks movie nut. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've watched those movies growing up. I can't tell you how many times I watched the movies during COVID, um, especially before Game Changers came out. So to meet a real-life Mighty Duck, that was big for me as well. Man, I too am a huge Mighty Ducks fan. Dude, like, awesome. Tom, we should yeah, talk like about Adam more. Banks and <laughs> Adam Banks was like the one on the entire team. Like the way they try to gas up Charlie always annoyed me. <laughs> Dude, Charlie didn't deserve it. Adam was the true hero yeah. of Mighty Ducks. And then game. um what's the name? Um Jesse Hall. <laughs> it was Jesse Hall. Oh, I wish they brought Jesse yeah, Hall back. He had um, some legal issues. Yeah, that's yeah. what I had heard. And then poor Son Weiss. He couldn't come back for the Game Changers uh, Disney series because of his uh, legal problems at the time. Yeah. I wish, we, I wish he would have came back but, to the uh, interview room so we could at least like speak to him. I know. I really wanted him to come. I was waiting for it too, but yeah. it didn't happen. But I did go talk to him at his table and got an autograph, and that was pretty fun. Um, kind of talking for a little That's bit. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was definitely really cool to me to kind of see a Power Rangers convention kind of focusing on other things like the anime guest um, and the pop culture guest. That was really cool. Uh, I, I was just gonna say I, I I do need to see the Mighty Ducks movies, but I have seen. Uh, I have seen uh, Heavyweights that I, I really like. Sean Weiss in that movie. That Heavyweights is a fun movie that I like to watch every now once in a while, and it has a lot of the Mighty Ducks cast in there. Um, except the big name in that movie is Ben Stiller instead of uh, Emilio Estevez. I think was the main guy. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool to meet him. Yeah. I didn't meet her, but they also had the voice actress. So- uh, she uh she voices ner- well she back when four kids was doing Pokemon uh she did the voice for Nurse Joy and she was also the original voice of I Valentine in Yu Gi Oh before uh before they switched to a completely different voice actress I didn't get to meet her but that was still pretty cool they had her yeah that is really cool I yeah, she was I saw there. her name yeah. on the list. And yeah, huh. and she also voices um Rangeku Matsumoto oh, in Bleach. Okay, I think so. Yeah, I don't know that much about Bleach. Oh, honestly, dude, you gotta get into him. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Literally my best friend from childhood and another one of my really good friends have been harping on me for years to watch Sleeps, but I'm kind of scared to watch Sleeps at this point because it's just a time it commitment. Um, that, that I'll probably do at some point in my life. It's just, I have to get in the, the right mood. is some quality <laughs> mid stuff, but if you want to skip it, it's fine too. Um, but I think Bleach peaked pretty early on, but then like rebounds for like the last two arcs. Well, the last arc especially. Like the Thousand Year Blood War is everything it sounds like it is. <laughs> and the core two starts in um two weeks. Oh cool. I guess I'll be hearing more about Bleach soon then. <laughs> so kind of sifting topics a little bit. I wanna go back to something Nate mentioned very briefly earlier. Because this is something that also bugged me a little bit about Rangers Top and Pop. And that's the layout for the con. Now, I'm not opposed to small cons. I'm actually a big fan of them over to big cons. Like, if you give me the choice between a very small up-and-coming con and, like, Otacon or Anime Expo or Dragon Con even, I'll probably go to small con over to big one just because... I like the authenticity feeling of the small con over the big one. And so my my thoughts on the layout here were coming from a background where I've worked with different cons around the country. And this is something that I can collaborate with another friend of mine who was at the con this weekend, who was also a 15 plus year staff for a well-known convention. I'm not going to name just to preserve her identity, but we both agreed that it was kind of an odd placement to have the guest on the exter- on the exterior of the dealer's room and not have a specific room for the guest to all be in a row going down to uh, the room so we could have organized lines. Because the line situation at Ranger Stop and Pop was quite interesting and confusing. For example, my friend was trying to go meet Walter on Saturday and she didn't realize that there was a line because the line wasn't very obvious. It it just didn't it didn't look like a line. So she walked up to Walter to try and talk to him and only after she got a couple of words out did the Ranger Stop staff tell her, Hey wait, hold up, there's a line behind you, you gotta go stand in to meet him. And I feel like those kind of problems can be easily mitigated if the convention had, like, organized the guests all in one room to do signings in and let the dealer's room be kind of free-flow to let people walk around. Because it's very difficult to figure out, are you in line to meet Walter or are you in line to find um, a good deal at the booth down the line? It It was hard to kind of tell. And... That that was my biggest criticism of the convention was I wish that yeah, was organized I, differently. I kind of bounce off of that. Do you um, mind, Riz? Um, so I've been, um, like I, I said, I've been to Power Morphicon. And uh, the funny thing is, is that at least the two times that I've been, and I don't know if they've changed it because uh, it was at two different locations. Uh, like they just recently changed to the Pasadena Convention Center, which they weren't in before 2018. Um, 
the way the Power Morphicon was laid out was that there were... So they had a much bigger room, admittedly. Like, a really big room, because, you know, it's a convention center. But uh, they... It was like one half of the room was entirely dedicated to vendors. And then you pass through it, and then you uh, go over to where all the guests are. Um, I'm not... But if we're going to go off of how, like, some of the, uh, some, how Mechacon was, Riz, like, wasn't it, like, you know, the dealers and, like, the vendors, like, they had their own separate room, and then, like, the guests had another place to go? Okay. Yep, exactly. And so, what Mechacon did was, they had a room for all the guests. And they had tables lined up against the wall with the guests all behind them at their own station. And you had, like, rows taped down where you could stand in line to go meet the person. And if there was an overflow, um, the staff wouldn't let you in until the overflow kind of died out. So it was a bit more controlled. It wasn't as chaotic looking. And it was much easier to kind of digest what was going on. Because I think, I don't know if you were with me when this happened, Nate, but I stood in the wrong line for a little bit on Saturday to go meet uh, oh. Dan Southworth originally. Only to realize the line wow. I was in was for uh, Walter. Yeah. Or no, not Walter, but one of the other actors near Dan. I don't remember who it was, but... It was confusing. It, it just didn't make any and sense what I was doing. I feel like they could have had a separate room. Now, admittedly, it would have been so, on different floors because um, this year they were on the very bottom floor. But last year they were in a, a different room. Uh, it was on either the third or fourth floor. Um, now, I understand. Now, maybe that wouldn't necessarily work mm -hmm. because... Um, because uh, you know, there's, um, like, uh, you know, because that would be quite a bit of walking. You know, you have to go one room to meet the guest and then get on the elevator and then go to a completely different room. But they did have a separate room for some of the other vendors, like the cosplayers and all that. So yeah. you could just simply take all that extra space and have, like, the cosplayers and people be in that room and then reserve that room strictly for the vendors and everything. Right. Well, okay, so the room you're talking about was actually Artist Alley. And so, typically conventions try to separate dealer's room and Artist Alley to give Artist Alley more visibility. Oh, okay. Because those are handmade products by fans, and they want to give some more visibility, because if you have them all in one room, sometimes they can get lost in the chaos of the big, you know... Yeah, because like, people want to show up here to buy like toys. Official <laughs> merch or whatever. But no, exactly. But no, you're definitely right. We could have organized it a bit differently. But before we go into another round of rants on this, uh, Carnell, JB, do you want to weigh in on anything here? You know, you just made me realize. Okay, so this that that it was my fourth time. Okay, so fourth time ranges up. Yeah, um, I. I think I'm just flashing back from the layout to the the first time they did it. So I don't know. I don't know. I 
I think the main thing was to have the original layout where, I mean, everybody is here. You're, you're not like so far away and you literally see the lines um, of who you're waiting for and stuff. But it was when I went to go and see some of the cosplayers, uh, uh, Sony um, and, um, and uh, uh, the people from Cosplayer Way, like I, I, I was trying to figure out how to maneuver. I, 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 and and get there, and I, I miss my turn. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Oh, it's over by the uh, consent. Well, the cosplay is not consent sign. All right, too easy. Um, but um, yeah, it was a, it was, a, it was a little confusing, and knowing uh, which way you can go back in, especially when they started locking certain doors and like but i just came this way uh yeah it was a bit of a mess and an uncomfortable mess at that at times because like i said i got overwhelmed because i walk in and then everybody's like right there in your face and they had the the funko pops and the shirt dealers like on the interior and artist alley was on in a completely different side that i didn't even know it was there like until we walked over, if they had moved um, after dark panel, I wouldn't have known it was there until somebody like physically took me over there. Like it was just one of those things like you just didn't know until you know. Um, especially since um they rely on like QR codes for like panels and and the layout and stuff. So if you're just down there just walking around, then you're just gonna wander into the things that you wander into. Um, so that would have been cool if they had that better organized. And um, a little bit of AC. It was hot. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I lost three pounds <laughs> for that weekend. You, you it was hot, hot, especially in um, the dealer's room. Yes, it was. Dude, I was, I was freezing in the media room. room was cool. Talking about like you said, the room that's valid because yeah. we had AC in there, but everywhere else it was hot. Yeah, I I guess I didn't notice it as much, given I'm from Houston, and we're in a heat strip, like we're in a heat mm. wave right now. But no, I can definitely see that that you know there was a definite um, locking into AC in the other room. Yeah. But I wouldn't put that on the convention. Yeah, that's yeah, more of a yeah. Problem. Um, it's just definitely just part of the experience. That's all. Yeah, not to oh, point yeah, fingers in one way or um, the other. But yeah, like yeah. The to kind of piggyback off what you said a little bit, JB. They had another instance where um, the cosplay contest on Saturday was listed to be in the main panel room. Which, if you know anything about the con layout this year, the main panel room was right next to Artist Alley and Cata Corner from the gaming lounge. But when you got there for the cosplay contest they were actually setting up for the Ranger Stop VIP dinner experience. And they actually put the cosplay contest in the uh, Ranger Stop and Pop lounge that was in the front, where they had, like, I don't know if y'all know this, but they had, like, interviews going on on that stage with the actors and some hosts or something. 
And they were live streaming this to YouTube, I heard. I didn't see it live or anything, but that's what I'm told. But they used that area to do the Costa contest, and I feel like it would have been nice if they had announced it or just said something like, hey, Costa contest will be here and not over there, but they just said main panel room, and what's in the main panel room? But, uh, yeah, sorry to cut you off today, but I just wanted to throw in that two cent real quick. You're fine. You're fine. Were you adding anything else on, or? Oh, no, that was it. Um, I don't really have, like, super, too many, like, negative things to say about that, especially, like, the other room. I was only in there twice. Um, like, I think that's, okay. like, one of the things with, like, smaller cons. I'm, Momocon was, like, my first con, and I ain't gonna hold you. Like, they spoiled us. So, so with the smaller cons, like, they're cool. They're more intimate. It's, like, once you've seen everything once or twice, then... Yeah, that's just kind of just it for me personally. That is it for me. Um, my yeah. joy in a smaller con is meeting people and hanging out and and sharing interests. And I'm new to the press game. Like I think I'm the baby of the bunch here. This is only my second convention um, with press credentials. Um, but yeah, it was the smaller, intimate nature of it was cool, and I got to meet a lot of people, and that was fun. Um, but yeah, as far as any like critiques besides that and AC, which isn't really on them, I'm cool. Yeah, I I kind of want to briefly <laughs> before we move on to another subject. Uh, you know, JB just mentions the media, so I I, I do want to say this, despite what we may, um, despite you know what we may say, I very much even though it wasn't what I expected it was going to be very much appreciate that this con in general gave a media room for us to do like you know some big interviews with some of these people because um unless power morphicon has changed their policy uh which i don't know if they did uh power morphicon didn't really have uh, a um a a type of uh, media room you know i i did some interviews at power morphicon you know i interviewed uh i interviewed uh Two Lightspeed Rescue Rangers. You know, I interviewed Carter and Ryan. I interviewed, uh, I interviewed um, uh, Nikia Baris individually. Uh, I tried to do one with Katie uh, Time Force, but that didn't end up going well. Don't worry, we'll do it again, guys. Um, Anthony interviewed uh, Xander from Mystic Force, and I interviewed Vita from Mystic Force. But each time that we did that, it was a very, like... It was kind of somewhere where I just walked up to their panel and said, hey, could you do this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. If it's only going to be like 10 minutes, yeah, that'll be cool. And I had to do it like in the middle of the convention. Now, kudos. Now, very much appreciate that they did that for me. But I appreciate how this con gave us a media room to kind of all do a bit of a collab with like asking questions. I, I frankly don't know any other con that's done that. And I don't know if it's regular practice or not, but... Regardless of what um, issues we may have had or, you know, if it wasn't what we were expecting, I appreciate we had a media room at all. I, I really just want to say that. Yeah, I definitely want to echo that I definitely love having a media room. Um, it was cool to be able to collaborate with, you know, Carnell and Davey and Mark Leary, who's not here with us today. But... Also, it just me. It just shows that they cared about the media passes that were coming in. 
Um, oftentimes with other conventions that I go to, I'm not going to name names, I'll be nice, but they often issue a media pass and then forget about us until next year. But definitely Ranger Stop didn't do that, and I really like that about them. You know, being a small con, being, you know, relatively new, for them to be able to have a media presence in the way they did in this way, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, no, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, just, just, just to interject, like, Nate, yes. Um, having a media room, because, like I mentioned before, going to their very first Ranger Stop and Pop convention, and I, I legit had to cherry pick, because if, if, you're, if, if you, people that are listening and haven't, gone to Ranger Stop and Pop yet. Like the plan floor, like everything is really close. And so you can just go from the next one to the next one. And if you're not there early, you're, I mean, Walter Jones told me this the, the first year, cause he said like, you, you chain interview now, uh, come, come Saturday, that's when I make more money. And I'm like, I get that. And I made a, I made a judgment call and I missed it. But I eventually, Hopefully, I will make up for it. But I, I shoot uh, R.I.P. Real quick, uh, shout out to uh, Jason David Frank. Like I remember seeing him, which I think was the it, yeah, it was the first year. And I looked at his line. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to chalk that one up. And and they didn't have a media room that year. And you know, if if he if any of the guests were scheduled for that block, you know, for that media room, I think things would have, would have, uh, uh, turned out a little different, but unfortunately it was like, man, you know, like just trying to keep in mind, like, you know, they have merch to sell, you know, it's not just, just them coming out just to see the fans. So you're going to like, like if you're a fan uh, and I was watching them, I was watching them work. You're going to get an experience. It's, it's definitely not one of those situations where like, like, oh, I'm just a, just a lonely fanboy, and I'm like, I, I'm not worthy, you know. But they're just like, like, oh, they they're gonna bring you in. You you're gonna enjoy the the time that you're with whoever you're with, the pop culture people, the Power Ranger people. But being able to get just a little bit of that time scheduled in the media room and l sitting down to listen them tell their stories and and i mean depending on what, what if you if you ask the right questions you're know saying and and get these little little gems that you you didn't it wasn't even common knowledge so i'm just like yeah that's that's hot thanks thanks for the thanks for the media room and, and one thing about the media room like the reason we got those gems that you're talking about carnell is because we as a group really came together and collaborated and we asked the really hard-hitting questions we didn't really focus on what was your favorite suit what was your you know like the the easy questions that everyone asked we asked stuff that was a bit more you know interesting and i think that's what made it more interesting for us in the media room was that we kind of got in there and we kind of collaborated early and said okay here's the deal here's what we're gonna try and do it really did feel like we were in sync didn't it it, we were totally in sync, like, I don't know, I think I told Nate at one point, I was like, dang, I feel like 
it's not just the two of us. It's like we have. I don't want to say that yeah. I, that anime secrets absorbed y'all, but it definitely felt like we were all one big team. Like how we have at bigger cons, because when we go to like the bigger cons, I've brought four or five people with us to go help me cover everything. And it felt like we were all on the same team in that kind of way. Like, it just really felt like there was no arguing or no bickering or no bitterness. Or we just, we got our questions. um, We were respectful to each other. Like, we let other people go ahead of us when the opportunity arose. Like, it was a really chill experience. And afterwards, we compared notes. And even beforehand, uh, we compared notes and tried to, like, collaborate questions, try to organize things. And shout out to Kimiko because when the situation called for it, when we actually had to organize stuff, she um, gave us an order and we were able to pick up the ball and run with it after that. Yeah, I mean, the, the interview you're talking about, that was a really quick turnaround from Kimiko to us where, you know, we were told maybe 20 minutes beforehand we have to give questions for screening. And then we turned around and said, okay, well, here are our questions. And then halfway through, Kimiko's like, you know what? These guys are in a good rhythm. I don't need to intercede anymore. <laughs> we want to I move like on that. to another topic. Yeah. So I have one more topic, and then I'm down to do whatever y'all want for the remainder. But guys, what was your favorite moment from the past weekend? What was the one thing you enjoyed the most about Ranger Stop and Pop. Uh, Carnell and JB, you can go first. Alright, so repeat the question again. What was your favorite moment or experience um, on the weekend? Besides, um... Oh, man, the interviews I mentioned, um... Ethan Trace, cool. I had a, <laughs> I saw him in the bathroom randomly. We just chopped it up for like five minutes. That was a cool experience. Um, him, said Peter uh, Raymundo was cool. Um, and also like she's not here, but a shout out to to TK. Um, going around the convention and meeting people and hanging out and kicking it with her. Um, meeting you guys, like. I don't, man. I think I covered everything that I, I really liked most about the con. Like everything was just everything amongst the people was just a really cool experience. I have nothing bad to say about any of that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Carnell. Um, you know, trying to think off the top. Um. Favorite moment? Uh, I I don't know if it because it was business as usual. Well, I don't want to say business as usual because I mean the 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 media room, but um, it was really cool to see a, a actor buddy of mine in the Power Ranger fan film. Um, the the uh, uh, the uh, shoot the uh, ancient. Ancient Warriors, if I'm, Ancient if I'm, warriors. yeah. So, so one of one of the actors is a fellow Super X. Shout out to Super X, uh, um, associate team member of mine, uh, and he was rocking the Black Ranger 
hoodie and jogger set, which wasn't even it, it isn't even out yet. And the the surprise of my actor buddy in their film, which I didn't even know because he showed up later. Uh, shout out to Javakis Green, aka Java. I was like, hey, I, I know I know him. I know him. He's a friend. He's a friend of mine. And he shows up. And I mean, he oh man, he showed up late for uh, he had issues getting in but uh i saw him in person later and and just with uh watching that fan film um and knowing what what they went because there were some technical issues even showing it during that block but um just listening to them uh enjoy the fact that they finished the 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 uh cross the finish line because finishing a film is no easy task and and you trying to contend with with logistical things um but they 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 finished the movie and i can i can definitely understand and and feel for them how how that feels to to get that done so yeah that was uh that was that was really cool oh uh, yeah um Nate, you i have hear? two things i guess i want to bring up uh so obviously i enjoyed meeting karen and walter uh i i think the big thing that really made this weekend special for me is that you know just i i really hate to get all sentimental with you riz but you know, you and I hanging out and, you know, especially meeting Abby, like, you know, that, that part of the experience, like honestly going to cons for me at this point is the big thing where I'm able to just get together with my best friends and just spend time together. Sorry to get a little, uh, sentimental on your Riz, but, uh, um, I think a big thing that stands no, out to me, though, I know I'm, that this I'm is a very, <laughs> uh, this is a very, um, kind of weird thing to bring up, but like, I kind of liked how uh, at one point in the media room, uh, Michael Gatto Jr., for those who don't know, he's the guy who plays Kid Tommy uh, in one episode of season two when uh, he was also Kid Tommy for all of the Alien Ranger saga. He actually hinted at the possibility that he could play JJ in something, which now that he's brought that up, I kind of want it to happen, and I'm half tempted to start a petition online and like send it to Hasbro. can't unsee it like ever since ever since that uh, media room interview i don't know if we've if anyone's posted it from our group yet but definitely they brought it up and before they could even bring up that idea i think i'd been thinking it for quite some time in the interview i think carnell even mentioned that he was thinking it before it came into existence in words like do an adaptation of that so spd definitely comic like you get chris violet and uh, basically everybody except Brandy J. McLaurin. I want to see Sky morph into Decca Ranger, and I want to see Michael Goto as JJ donning the SPD Green Ranger with the Dragon Shield on. Somebody get on that right now. Because, yeah, I also want to see Sky transform into After Deck Ranger <laughs> on screen. Yeah. So... I have a couple of things that were kind of... So I'm going to get the sentimental one out the way first. It was great meeting up with my friend Nate after freaking, what, five years because thanks to COVID. I mean, we normally would see each other once a year, once every other year, something with MechaCon, but 
uh, you know, five years is way too long to not be able to hang out. So that was great. But more on the con experience itself, I was just... So I've always known Power Rangers is for kids. You know, I started watching Power Rangers when Data Dumpster first aired. I've said this many times now. Um, but sometimes, as an adult, I forget Power Rangers is for kids. And I was reminded of that this weekend because I saw so many little kids running up to their actors and actresses and giving hugs, getting hugs, getting played with. Two examples really stood out in my mind. The first was Saturday afternoon. Me and Nate were in line for Catherine Sutherland. And right in front of us, there's a little boy. Couldn't have been more than four years old. And he ran up to her, hugged her as tight as he could. She hugged him back. They took a few photos together. She played with him. And he was so starstruck to meet her. And I think that made his day. He was so happy he couldn't even control himself half the time. That's how happy he was to be there. And the other one was, um, we had a dance party. I don't know what it was called, Saturday night. But me and our friend Abby had gone to it. And we saw Hector and a couple other actors hanging out. And this little girl runs up to him, gives him a big hug. He returns the big hug. And they have a moment where they're talking. And he says, look, I have something I want you to do for me. And she looks at him and he says, you see your dad back there? It's Father's Day. I want you to give him the biggest hug you can in the world right now. And that kid ran, gave him a big hug. And he told her, you know, you got to be really, you're lucky to have a dad like him to bring you to something like this. Because that's special. And just seeing these interactions with our heroes truly being heroes for the next generation that don't really understand yet the things that we do. I can't put into words how cool that was to me. Um, so those are two things that really touched me a lot this weekend was seeing that. Um, so yeah, that, that was my two cents. Uh, anything else? Uh... Do we have anything else we want to kind of chat about? I think I've hit all the things that I was looking for um, earlier the, the on. The only so thing... If you all have anything else you want to add sorry, on? Sorry, Jamie, go ahead. Topics, uh, let me know. No, I was getting ready to just say, like, I think we've hit... As far as the con is concerned, we've hit on everything we possibly uh, does anybody hit on. Does want to... Well, okay, I, I want to... Yeah, I'm actually going to say what I want to say to the ahead. end of this because I think it kind of is a great way to kind of uh, sign this off. But uh, I guess a big thing, uh, I don't know many other topics that we want to cover in full, but like uh, okay. just out of curiosity, like uh, since we're all going to be there again next year, uh, hopefully uh, what kind of what kind of guests do we all want to see for next year? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question, actually. Oh, man, Swaylon Ward. Save you want to start Easily. Off? Like, after... Absolutely. And, um... Let's see here. I forget the actor's name. Um, the guy who played Andros. Who was there last year. 
Yeah, like uh, he was there, and right, he was there last year and the first year, and a buddy of mine got to like sit and talk and grab a drink with him, and like really chop it up. I'm like, oh man, I really want to ask him, like Andros, would you hide the bodies, bro? Would you hide the bodies? It wasn't his fault. They also had a JDF last year, which uh, all right, I'm all right. Which is kind of sad because I didn't get in line to meet him. Uh, that that's what makes what happened last year all the more tragic. But thankfully, uh, an old friend of mine from when I worked at UPS, uh, Quincy. Uh, hey, Quincy, if you're listening to this, uh, uh, we got we need to catch up, man. I, I really appreciate what you did for me here, where he actually let me get in the photo with him in JDF. So I do have a photo with me in JDF. Thanks a lot, Quincy. Um, so and then Riz is going to give me something that's autographed by JDF. So. Kind of, uh, kind of uh, numbs the pain a little bit. But uh, I would love to see. Uh, I would really love to see uh, some of the Lightspeed Rescue cast come, just because you know I'm a. I don't know. I grew up with Lightspeed Rescue, so I'm a. I'm a sucker for the Lightspeed cast. I've met everyone except Chad, the Blue Ranger. So um, I just. I would love to see the Lightspeed Rescue cast. Uh, Carnell, you got anyone? how much I would love to meet her too. Uh Patricia J. Lee. Um oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Patricia. I have a giant robot magazine with her on the cover. And if I if I think I I don't know. It's it, it it's in one of my boxes. So if I if I still have it in my possession, would love to get that signed. Because it was just just uh um funny things like like when they had media play back in the day, which was my store, I remember seeing the cover and she was on the cover and I, and I, for some, for the life of me, couldn't tell who she was, but I'm like, I, I know her. And then my brother was like, like, it says right here. Cause I was further away from it. It's like, it says pink ranger. I'm like, Patricia Jingle. You're like, Oh wow. And so, that article with her, she's uh, she's an interesting character. I didn't know about the whole um, uh, hairs that she would pull out. If you if you, if you know, you know. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a, that was a cool uh, article. But uh, I would love to meet her. I would love to. Uh, I would I would like Ranger Stop to possibly bring in some common riders like like either either from from the original or or uh um uh um dragon knight um that would be cool that i can think of just off the top for yeah for any, um, yeah my hope is that ranger um, stop and pop eventually sentai gets stop. big enough to where they can support american some sentai people And also, I would love to meet Patricia Jolly, too, just because she's the only Space Ranger that I haven't met. I've met Andros, I've met Carlos, TJ, Ashley, and Zane. I just need to meet her. Although, I keep, I keep joking with Riz about this. Uh, the guy who played uh, Barai, um, yeah. oh. uh, Dragon Ranger, the Green Ranger equivalent in a G-Ranger, uh, 
he owns a restaurant in Japan, and I, I know I won't shut up about this, but <laughs> it, it's possible that I could conveniently go into his restaurant when my wife and I are in Japan meeting her family, and I could like maybe ask my wife to tell him if he could come down to Atlanta for Ranger Stop. That's There's probably like a 99.9% .9 chance that's not going to happen, but I think I can dream. And no, I'm not going to shut up about that until it doesn't happen. One can right. <laughs> until my wife and I land back in, in the U.S. Until it doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> so, before I give my wish list for next year, Nate, I kind of forgot to mention the Zadius Memorial um, that we went to on Sunday. I don't know, Davey, Carnell, did y'all come to that? I forget. No, I I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. I just I just had a chance to I I, I saw the you you know the two uh, posters that are that are posted in the front with the forever green and forever white like like on my way out on the last day I got uh, a little little video of that um, said a few words and stuff but um, I knew about the memorial and I I had I think you mentioned that to go to it and stuff. Yeah. So I just want to talk about the memorial real quick. Um, I don't think JB went as well, but uh, real quick, Nate, I I just want to say I know they advertise ahead of time. This will be a very sentimental thing. It'll bring some tears out. Man, they really, they really did it though, because that was such a really good event. It was nice to get some of the people that need ZDF really well to talk. And not just actors, but they had a friend of his come up and talk about how how much it meant to him to have ZDF be a, a hero first and a martial arts friend later. They trained together and stuff. And there's just so many stories I had never heard before. Like, apparently one fan was able to get ZDF to be his best man at the Nakia wedding. and had I think Karen? I can't remember. Was it Nakia to be the... Made of honor, okay. I think. I I think it was Nakia. I think it was Nakia. But um, yeah, I'd never heard that story before, and I thought that was really cool that you know he could do that for somebody. And I I just want to say, man, that was that was quite an experience to you know have that um memorial and hear all these great stories and kind of just remember our fallen hero. Because you know it's ADF for it revived a lot of every the, single fan. Revived a lot of emotions for he me was too. The I got a little emotional during our uh, it was nice during our uh, podcast. We literally did on the day uh, that JDF died. Uh, I, I guess the only thing that I regret is that Riz wasn't able to show his uh, his little tri video tribute because Riz did a really great video tribute. Uh, JB and uh, Carnell, you guys should go see it. it it's basically a compilation of, uh, of of Tommy's greatest moments while uh, Rizwan picked the perfect song to play in the background. It's the song that plays during Iron Man's funeral in Endgame. So that uh, that was great. But I still love the video that they put together. You know, it, it, it just felt like it, we weren't really mourning that he was dead. It was just a celebration of his life. Yeah. And I thought it was very powerful. And I... 
And and that's what we need to do as a fandom is we got to celebrate the hero because going back to something I said earlier, it's incredibly important and amazing that these actors are able to come out to these events and meet the fans, especially the younger fans. Like, I cannot tell you how much it meant to me to see these little kids five years old, four years old, whatever, how old they are, just being able to go meet the people they see on TV and the magic in their eyes in that moment. And a lot of that, like Karen said in the memorial, that's because of JDF. He brought Power Rangers back into the con circuit. He got all the actors back. He started making calls and getting them to come back. I mean, that's how Michael Gatto came back, uh, young Tommy. ZDF called him and said, hey, you got to come to PMC. And Michael was like, bet, I'm there, you know? Like, these events are mainly because ZDF put in the, the sweat and the tears to get there, the blood, sweat, and tears. So I, I definitely think that's a big deal for me, at least. But, um... Closing out of that topic and going back to the question that Nate asked, I would echo what y'all said about the in-space cast coming, because I've never met any of them, and I'd love to. Um, yeah, I'd also to like to too. meet um, some of the Dino Thunder cast. I think that'd be really cool. And and really, just any anyone who's ever worn a ranger suit, I'd love to meet them all. I don't care, well... There are a couple I wouldn't want to meet just because I couldn't stand the characters at all. Oh, Riz, don't pretend like you don't want to meet John from Geeky Ranger. For the most part, I want to meet every single Ranger that's ever come out in the 30 years we've had this thing. (laughs) Nate, (laughs) we were going to go one episode of this podcast. Okay, I just took your jab for you. (laughs) You Okay, let's just call it. You know what? I'm not taking the bait. I'm not taking a bait. But, but, oh my God. but, I hate myself. But, be prepared for our next podcast episode now. <laughs> um, JB, Carnell, if you just, just fill you in, John is the red uh, Geki Ranger <laughs> equivalent of Jingle Fury. And that character drives me nuts. And it's, I cannot stand that man in the in his uh, character. And uh, so that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to brace myself for your rant you're that you're going to be building up in our next podcast. I will refer you back to your Ranger review series if you want to know more. Just, just get ready. It's going to happen. But uh, I am out of things to go through, so um. I just want to say thanks to Zabie and Carnell for taking the time to come on here today with us and, you know, yeah. spend some time. We hope that you guys will join us moments and for future content as well. Like, even if we just do one of our regular Power Ranger series reviews, we would definitely look forward to having both of you guys. Oh, yeah, we'd love to be back, for sure. I um, mean, while we're here... Um, Shout out to Mark, shout out to TK, shout out to Tony, like who all couldn't be here. Um, really good people that were also in the media room with us that 
um, was a part of why we had the synergy and the teamwork that we were able to have. I know you guys are planning to have Mark on later. Um, but yeah, like shout out to every single last one of them because it really was like a collaborative effort and not everybody's here. Yeah. No, I definitely want to get everyone on. It's just trying to coordinate more than four people Understood. is difficult for us. <laughs> yeah, it was, but I was really great to meet all of you. And I'm honestly, one of the biggest things I took away from the weekend is all the new friendships I've made, like with you guys, Mark, TK, everyone, like, I gotta say that that really made my weekend to have been able to catch up with old friends, meet new friends, meet new Ranger friends. Uh, Ranger Stop and Pop for me was a total success. There are a couple of minor things I want them to do better next year, but honestly, I'll say that for any con, even the glorious MechaCon, I'll always tell them the same thing. So, I did want to say, say yeah, one man. thing to close out, though. Is that cool? Now, before we wrap up, uh, Jay... Oh. No, actually, go ahead and say is, something. Is it uh, gonna be the it's not a closing statement. It's just a big... I want to say about the con. Okay. Okay. Um... So real quick, before we start closing out, uh, JP Carnell, do you want to give your social media plugs again so we can promote y'all and get the good word about hey, where y'all are and where we can friends? find you? Oh, sure. Um, oh, uh, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, glad to be on the show. I mean, anytime I get to geek out is always a good time. But um, uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Carnell Holly, on YouTube at Carnell Holly, uh, IG, Mad Dragon 2000, the number 2000, or the, the Carnell Holly Pictures IG. I'm on TikTok. I'm, I'm still trying to figure that one out a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm still new, but I'm, I'm, I was... New to Snapchat, still don't know how to work that either. But uh, TikTok is coming along. That's Carno Holly. But uh, again, you Google Carno Holly, you 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 you'll you'll see me. You'll see me. There's not a lot of Carnells, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, that's that's me. That's yeah, I me. I wish there wasn't so many JB versus the worlds out there. That's why I spell mine the way that it is. Is JB versus spelled out completely. Versus the world, all mushed together, literally like a tribe called Quest. <laughs> you say the whole thing. So you can find me on JB versus the world like that on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JBV the world because Versa just wouldn't fit. And my central hub is JB versus the world.com. And if you want to talk Mecca, we got on Discord, uh, Mind Over Machine, and we talk Star Wars on Fridays on Twitter. On May the Space Be With You, you can search the hashtag. We'll be there every Friday. And yeah, like I said earlier, Central Hub, jbversetheworld.com. I'm all there. All, all I just want to say, you know, just to kind of uh, Nick, go ahead and close out with just talking about how, Ra how much Ranger Stout means to me in particular is that, um, you know, I, you know, when I was growing up, like uh, when I was in middle school, um, 
I apologize if I get a little emotional here. Uh, I so I was. I had always really loved watching Power Rangers and I was kind of open about it when I was, even though I was a little too old for it. And I got ridiculed a lot about it in school and my parents, and I'm not bad mouthing my parents. I love my parents with all my heart. Uh, they were just kind of uh, concerned about like some of my interests and they fully support me now because I've made so many friends from it. But that's the big thing that, the thing that Ranger Stop and Pop really means to me is that it always sucked how I wasn't always able to go to Power Morphicon as much as I like. Um, and maybe I could have gone to Orlando every once in a while. I've never been, although I hope to go at some point. So for there to be a local Ranger convention in my home state where I can meet people, all of whom are either older than me or, you know, roughly my age, and they have the same passion and love for Power Rangers that I do, it it just means the world to me. I mean, I'm already doing this podcast, and I've met many friends who share my love, and knowing that even when I thought I was weird, I, I wasn't weird, It it's just, it's something that just leaves me speechless. And, uh, you know, I told that to Karen Ashley when I met her, and... I just hope that Ranger Stop and Pop stays around for many, many years because having a convention in my local home state to go to in celebration of a franchise that is so near and dear to my heart, just, I don't know, I can't begin to describe how powerful and just how amazing that is for me. And I look forward to going there every year now. Yeah, I I'd want to kind of yeah, okay. piggyback yeah, off right. that, but before I do, Nate, you are weird. It's okay. But uh, but uh, just to kind of piggyback a little bit here, Nate. I don't know how many people know this outside of my very close friend circles, but there was a time after Mechacon Omega ended in 2021, where I didn't quite know what I was going to do next. Um, there's a lot of, I had a lot of thoughts about maybe this is the end of my convention circuit. Maybe I'll stop doing it now. Maybe uh, anime secrets will stop being a thing. Um, it, it really hit me when that con went away because that was home. That was where all my friends were. That was the place I would go to every year. We would make that, drive from Lafayette to New Orleans every year and, you know, we'd hang out for a weekend, we'd cover it, we'd come back home, we'd edit the crap out of it and do it all again next year. And after it ended, I felt kind of hollow at any con I went to. It just, it didn't live up to that anymore. And, you know, I wanted to go to Ranger Stop just to hang out with Nate and meet the actors and nerd out, but... Surprisingly, I found a new home in Ranger Stop and Pop. This con has given me what I was looking for for the last year and a half. I was looking for a new home con, but I just didn't know it. And I think I found the new home con that I would like to start going to every year. And uh, 
For those of y'all that go to Ranger Stop next year, just get ready because Riz will be back. Anybody else want to say anything before we and close that's out? That's what I want to say. That's my last closing bit here. Um, once again, just thank you for having us on. Like this has been fun. Yeah, hey, it's our pleasure to have you guys on, man. This is really awesome to have you guys here and give your insight. And just nerd out, man. It was great. Uh, if you're speaking, Carnell, we can't hear you. Oh, I thought I, I, <laughs> I thought I unmuted myself. I was like, yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, dude, it's our pleasure. We loved having y'all, and we're, we look forward to more collaborations with y'all in the future. Definitely looking forward to it. With all that said, sure. uh, we thank you guys no so doubt. much for joining us, and uh, so, Nate, we will be at Ranger Stop wanna, and Pop next year. Uh, kind of hoping to uh, do something different. Uh, I'm not going to give any details. Uh, we'll just see, because Riz and I are going to help do some of the planning next year, hopefully. Um Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us. All those who are listening, whether you listen on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, we love all you guys. Um, now, unfortunately, uh, next time when we return for the Toki Secrets, unfortunately, our fun times are over because we have to get back to Geo Ranger. Um, <laughs> but, but fortunately, uh, it's a pre-recorded Geo Ranger where we take a look at a Burr Eyes opening story arc. So we're going to have a little bit more fun, but the yeah. one that we're going to be recording next is not going to be as fun. Um, Oof. Yeah. But uh, we, yeah, we want right. to thank uh, both Carnell okay. and okay JB for That's being on here, and uh, we look forward to uh, many more collaborations in the future. Uh, we'll let you guys know uh, when, what we're going to be doing next, and you know maybe if you guys want to join us, uh, we, we're always happy to have guests on. So we look forward to doing many more collaborations with you guys, and we look forward to having Mark on to the, for the podcast for the first time at an unspecified time, but he will be on, we guarantee. Uh, with that, that said, uh, if you guys were at Ranger Stop and Pop uh, and you're watching this on time. YouTube, please leave some comments down below with your thoughts because remember we are always going to take comments into account and we will read all of them at, um, at the beginning of our podcast because we love you guys and we want to give your feedback. That said, we will see you guys next time when we continue with you, Ranger. But until that time, you guys stay safe. We love you. May the power protect you. Goodbye.